Hello and welcome to Sports View with Simon Rivacaba. I'm your host, Simon Rivacaba. Saturday, uh, April 10th, 2021. Another crowded day in sports. And when it comes to combat sports, it seems yet another crowded uh, Saturday. Uh, I haven't watched all the action, but uh, got the tweets. Just watched the top-ranked boxing on ESPN. Joe Smith winning the the title over Maxine uh, Vlasov in a great fight. You hate to see anybody lose in, in these type of matches, but uh, you know somebody has to usually. Um, and a draw would have been justifiable in this one, but it was a razor-thin decision. No no complaints either way. It went Joe Smith's favor. And with uh, Vlasov, he just uh, got a feel for him. He gave it his all. He's 34. I'm not sure he, you know, he'll probably get another big shot again to earn another title fight but we'll see how he does joe's kind of the promoted fighter so had he lost uh i'm sure he would have still found opportunities leading up an exciting uh slugger from new york and people love his style but with all the usa chance early in the fight and then for the end of the fight to see vlasov get so much uh you know handshakes and high fives and and people wanting to take pictures with him i'm, I'm sure that was a Nice consolation prize that he won over a lot of the crowd with his performance. Uh, UFC, I haven't... Uh, uh, the other results, I've, I've just... Uh, I, don't, I haven't seen yet. Um, I've, I've seen the tweets, and I know who won certain belts, but haven't seen enough of the fights to make any statement on him. I saw that Platinum Mike Perry lost, uh, was defeated tonight. Not sure with his uh, how long his future is going to be with UFC. Uh, he's been a back-and-forth fighter, had some controversies outside the ring. Dana White, though, seems to give fighters like that every every ounce of the doubt, uh, of, of, you know, of the benefit of the doubt. So we'll see if he comes back. He's a talented fighter, and when he's at his best and he's on, he's... he's he, he can compete with anybody, and then he'll come back. Uh, he's just a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde type of fighter. He's not consistent, and uh, he'll have big wins and then come back with losses and, and bouts that uh, he probably should have uh, been the favorite and won. So best of luck to him, though, in the future. Um, I, I, I'm a fan, and I know he's had controversies outside the ring and outside the cage and made some comments, you know, uh, that that upset a lot of people, but uh, yeah, I, I root for him, and, and any comeback story is, is one always worth rooting for. Um, I've mentioned a, a shout-out to Katie Tropp, my friend who's a rapper uh, in Austin, Texas, and when this show gets going and kind of more full-fledged, you're going to hear a lot more from her, her expertise on NFL, NBA, just about any other sport, so I'm going to reach out to her, and I have reached out on kind of my ultimate my big ideas when I when the show kind of goes full-fledged and, and is more kind of down-packed you'll probably hear some of her music as as the drop-in music uh, the introduction so the, the show's only going to get better I know a lot of people just hear the commentary and I keep it short sweet and to the point uh, it's going to kind of have more of a format uh, go, uh, this first season I'm just uh, getting the feedback and almost seeing what what the perfected version is going to is going to end up being so just bear with us and and in the meantime with the uh with my opinions and thoughts uh, that's kind of where i'm going just my daily takes uh, and thanks for the feedback and the emails and and questions and everything so i will i've tried to respond to as many as i can 
uh, well, and thanks to all the, I think, uh, according to, um, to the app, I have three loyal viewers, so I appreciate all three of you, and I remember Rich Murata, who's a legendary broadcaster, now commentator, his first radio show seemed to have an audience of two people, so, so, uh, you gotta start somewhere, uh, Major League Baseball, uh, is is off and running the the fight games i i just don't know they seem to the combat sports seems to just be cramped in i've talked about it before it's cramped into one night of a lot of action and you gotta kind of pick and choose what you want to watch out of out of the whole the whole bunch that you get to choose from i just wish it was more spread out and not so uh so much competition within itself um so that we could enjoy action uh, throughout the week and promoters for some reason they're they're afraid to host uh, events and and the networks need to buy it i understand that too but there seems to be a fear of that they're not going to get ratings like the nba does uh, just about every any day of the week the nfl gets high ratings any day of the week and that's probably why eventually it's just going to be an every day they're going to have a you know they already have the thursday night games you know, maybe they're going to throw in Fridays, Saturday night, night games, uh, and Monday night. So uh, people don't get enough of football. Uh, I sort of, I wish it, I, you know, I remember waking up on Sundays early to get ready for all the action. And then you'd have the Monday night game. Uh, the Thursday night game, just because of work schedules and everything, you know, I'll, I'll tune in depending on what the game is. And if not, uh, you know, I'll just see the highlights and the results. But to me, you know, I'm still old school where Friday nights is for the Friday Night Lights high school games, Saturdays for college, and Sundays for the NFL. So that that's kind of, with me, it's a three-day-a-week sport uh, to watch. And then, uh, but it's it's so popular now that it's, it's every day. Uh, with combat sports, it's just, they just can't seem to get it right. And they cramp everything in on a Saturday. And then we don't even have enough Friday Friday night action anymore. Uh, you know, even if it was spread out one day where half these shows were Friday and the other parts were Saturday, I think there'd be more viewership and more interest overall. You know, and then you're always catching up. And then there's fights that happen in great fights. And then you don't you only hear about them and then you, until you YouTube them and watch them. And sometimes I'll be on the box rec, which, which monitors the fights and you can look up fighters records and everything and then i don't even realize that they have fought a certain you know other opponent and i was like oh when did that fight take place and then you look and you realize you know it was on a night packed with action and it might have been on an undercard or something like that and and you missed it that they were fighting uh the day and age of the internet you know it's hard to be an unknown fighter there used to be these unknown fighters that would challenge for titles and and have fights you know where they come to the u.s and and you were you got a chance to see what they were all about. So there's no secret now in any fighter. You can find highlights on YouTube or on the web of just about any fighter. So there's no unknown fighters, but the uh, the exposure they get it's tough because of the tough market and how how crowded it is. You know when when you have every event on one day, you you can't keep up with with everything. So you just kind of pick and choose. So tonight it was the easiest thing to do was watch the ESPN fights. I know there was fights on Showtime, which which I heard uh, was a, a good main event. Um, and I'll have to check it out. I mean, there's DVR and everything. So eventually I catch up. But, you know, once you have kids, family, and you're grown, uh, you, you don't have the time you had as a kid where you could watch sports all day. Uh, 
but I wish I could if this ever becomes my 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 full time. But um yeah, so let me know anything you're gonna talk about any of the upcoming weeks. What I'm leaning towards, I'm trying to get fifty episodes in, fifty straight days for season one, and then take some time off while I kinda perfect things, work on some of the uh and it's it's gonna be an ongoing process in future seasons. But I'm leaning towards maybe a three-day-a-week program instead of trying to remember and finding the time to do something, you know, a take a day, which has been the norm now. This is like uh, episode 27, 27 straight days. But after 50, I'm going to take some time off. And then it's probably going to be a Monday show, which would recap the weekend. Uh, Wednesday shows kind of update everybody on the sports scenes and, and, and anything you know, major things going on as the week has gone. And then on Friday to kind of recap the week and look forward to and do a weekend preview of what's what's to come. So it'll be more a show of information and predictions and stuff. And uh, it, like I said, it's not a gambling show, but I'll, I'll share odds. You know, I, I work at a casino and I'll, I'll grab papers from the sports book and I'll update the the my my audience with uh, with odds and give my predictions and Definitely pay your rent before you make any bet on my recommendation. Um, but yeah, so it's it's gonna get better. That the, the fights were on my mind today, and then the fact that I can't um, view everything all at once. I have to I have to watch one event and DVR others, and and then uh, see the tweets uh, how the results are. So so at least I know who won, and and I'll watch it when I can. Also, WrestleMania, uh, yeah, Kate, I grew up a wrestling fan too, so I followed wrestling, uh, professional wrestling. And, you know, it's choreographed, we all know that and everything, but they've separated WrestleMania into two nights. I remember it used to be uh, on a Sunday, and uh, it's something I looked forward to uh, every year. Last couple of years, honestly, I've sort of haven't backed away. There was a few years there, I took my son to his first. Uh, in 2015, his, I took him to a SmackDown in nearby Sacramento, about a two-hour drive. And then I was back into it as my son was watching wrestling a lot. And I got kind of up to date and got caught up on who, who the wrestlers are today and the champions and the fan favorites and the characters. And then maybe the last year or two, um, I wouldn't say my son isn't a fan, but we just uh, I don't have him the days I used to have him or the times. He's, he's pretty busy with his dancing a career and he's, he's an aspiring actor performer whatever he's a very talented kid um and he's an athlete too so who knows whatever he decides to do in life i'm going to support him but that being said he's he, i we don't sit down and watch monday night raw it used to be monday night football and then change it to raw right after the game and uh it just hasn't been like that lately so um i don't watch as much wrestling and and but with the results wrestlemania it's always the big event and then the Monday Night Raw after WrestleMania is always crazy and new characters start coming out uh, traditionally. So look forward to, uh, I think the Spanish announce table's gotten wrecked. If not today, it'll be tomorrow. But I don't know about spreading it out and not making it a whole one-day extravaganza. I know with COVID and last year they did it and in front of no audience, but they still were pretending there was an audience. So that was a little awkward to see, but, but they pulled it off and it was a great event. I ended up watching it later and see it live. So this year I was, uh, I, I tuned in. I actually didn't know that they split it up into two days, but, uh, some of the matches today and then the, I guess 
tomorrow's maybe the bigger matchups. Although Bobby Lashley, former Army wrestler, you know, was on the Army boxing team, and he was uh, on the Army wrestling team, so root for him. I know he he battled tonight. I don't know the result. It looked like um, maybe he wasn't supposed to win because they were. I I believe he was fighting Drew McIntyre, but again, I'm not. I I I read real quick how he's kind of getting the push to be the new champ, and Bobby's kind of a taking a step down. Uh, I know Deborah Carbone, who recruited uh, Apollo Crews, and she was she's a boxing publicist, but she's been a writer for WWE for some time now, and she discovered Apollo Crews, so I know he's, he's somebody that I follow, and I believe he was going for the Intercontinental Championship. Uh, but yeah, wrestling used to be a big part of life and characters, and, and it seems to be peaks and valleys with, with pro wrestling. You know, it got it, after a downtime after the Hogan era. Uh, it took some time, but then in the late '90s, with the Stone Cold Steve Austin and Rock era, uh, it it came up again. So, any sport that used to be real high, I think I think they need to take the the model, the marketing model from Vince McMahon and and how they run that organization and how it's always rebounded. And I think that will take the sports that people don't watch as much these days and help them rebound. Uh, if they follow the same kind of business model, so and and that's how it is. When any sport that you love and follow it at the professional level, it's it's more of a business than a sport. And the more you understand the business end, the more you understand uh, how to market it and and even what's going on in the nuances of it. It's a lot more than just what you see on TV and on the field or or in the ring and the cage. And it becomes unfortunate because those pure times when you don't get paid. I know. Uh, for me, just in my experiences, the the parts I miss the most of my career are the amateur days when I was just traveling, not getting paid, and you're at tournaments and you're you're on the circuit with other fighters, and then fighters that became world champions and contenders, and you were all together, and it wasn't about the money then, but yet you turn pro, and then everything becomes about the money, and a lot of big fights don't get made because you can't reach an agreement, and. And there was a time people don't realize when you go watch amateur boxing, many times these fighters that are making millions of dollars to fight in the pros, they used to fight each other for free and they, they've already faced each other. So I don't think to say anybody's afraid of anybody or ducking anybody, they really aren't because more than likely they probably have fought before. If they're from the same era, around the same age, they probably grew up and fought at major tournaments uh, sometime before in the amateurs. Uh or spar together, train together. You just—it's just a circuit. You just run into fighters depending on training camps you go to, and that's why if amateur boxing is in your area in your town, definitely go support it. You—you you won't be surprised at the people you end up meeting and who they end up becoming. Uh, me and Shakur Stevenson's relationship. Uh, when I went, I, I guess I did his first major interview. So now when I see him, uh, he's never denied a an interview request because of those days. And I and I root for him, and it's you know same with Andre Ward and and other people. So support these athletes uh, as they're coming up. Support the sports that you love and that you care about, and definitely give your feedback all the time, and and let them know that you care about them, you appreciate them, and also get the feedback on what you don't like because us uh, journalists and commentators, podcasters. Uh, if we can't talk about the issues that are negative, then they can't be fixed. Um, that's why uh, I, I don't mean to be a downer sometimes when my thoughts are are a bit negative, but it, it is something like, like the crowdedness of these events. I think uh, 
some something's got to be done to spread them out and give give more exposure to each individual event. For sports view, uh, this is Simon Rukaba checking out. Until next time.